On this show, it's only good vibes. Talking about music from Beyonce to Tribe. In the world where it's always politicking. Run, why your boy Kanye be tripping? I don't know, so we put it on the shelf. Listen to Comrade when he brings up mental health. Is Michael Jackson really the king of pop? There's no debate if you ask, be shocked. Conversation so tight, it be gripping ya. We love getting suggestions from our listeners. Do something foolish, try and run if you can. All you gonna do is end up a victim of Who's Man's. Welcome to another week of Who's Man's podcast. We hope you enjoy it. What up, though, everyone? Welcome to the Who's Man's podcast. I'm your host, Ronnie Dye, aka Mr. Taylor Mate. In the building with me, I got my man's Conrad. What's up, beautiful, beautiful people? We're back. We're back and we're better. Another episode, 2019, Who's Man's Podcast. We're in this. Yeah. But before we move forward, let's find out who joined us in 2019. Messi! Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it, then reverse it. Freaking, 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 freaking. Get your freak on. And get your freak on. Get your, get your, get your, get your, get your, get your. Is that your chick? You don't know what, 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 what. Boom, 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 She's a what? Don't speak my name. How long this gonna go? You were ready. I was really waiting to see how far it would go. Hey, I couldn't remember how to do the reverse part, so that's why I just had to throw in the last one. But um, <laughs> hey, Missy, <laughs> man, when all your faves are prospering, <laughs> it's a beautiful time. Missy Elliott, mm-hmm. first female hip hop artist to be inducted into the uh, Songwriters Hall of Fame, second hip hop act ever after uh, Sean. Um, I'm proud of you, Miss. Thank you. She's a what? Wow. Well, I'm happy for her. I didn't want to say bitch, uh-huh. so I just like added what, you know? Because I ain't know if we had any <laughs> listeners. So. Uh, oh, I'm happy We got to take that clip out and post it on social media and tag Missy, see if she'll blow it up. I might die. I mean, I'm that serious. would be something. I don't know how impressed she would be. She might be kind of like try to sue us for singing her songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be the last episode of the podcast. Like, so you did one, two, three, four, yeah. five songs, so yeah. that'll be $3,000 each. We ain't got it. We don't miss it. Before you even go there, we ain't got it, okay? So don't get too far. You ain't got to bring no lawyers in it. I promise you. Oh. <laughs> uh. Well, yeah, it's been a long time. You know, we shouldn't have left everybody without some dope stuff to listen to over hey. the holidays. But we, we got to take some time for ourselves. We got to live it up a little bit, live our lives, and we back. We told y'all we weren't leaving y'all for good. So <sighs> welcome back, guys. How y'all been? How are the holidays? Is that Missy, too? No. What? It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left. Damn it. I think it kind of is. No, that's Timbaland. Well, you know. And uh, Leah. Missy probably wrote it. He probably did. Because <laughs> he ain't in the Hall of Fame. I mean, we love you too. Sorry. <laughs> that wasn't even necessary. We didn't even have to do that. Too. Wow. Uh-huh. Couldn't wait. Just started off strong. Right. Uh, so how, oh, man. How was your holiday? Holidays was great. Um, I went back home to Africa, to Uganda whoop, whoop. and Rwanda. So it was just nostalgia, joy, excitement, thrill, adventure, everything out under the sun. 
of what I did when I was there. Um, hadn't seen family and cousins for like 11 years or yeah, 11 years almost. So it was nice to catch up with family members I haven't seen and um, <clears throat> went on a gorilla trek. I'm, I'm alive. Wow. I'm back. I know Brian was scared Out. for my life. Look. I almost was scared myself for a moment because gorillas. The first <laughs> <laughs> gorillas. <laughs> gorillas. <clears throat> so we do this gorilla trek um, in my uh, grandma's village uh, in Kasoro. And uh, I take Jared with me. Oh. And of course, with Jared, there's always some near death experience. <laughs> um, this time we both like, almost experienced it. And first of all, I just want to say, I ain't talking trash, Jared, because you're probably gonna text after you listen to this episode. He's blah, blah blah blah. Yeah. He's in but, the so this whole trip I've been trying to get the hookup for us for this uh gorilla trek. Because to do gorilla trekking in Rwanda, it's like it used to be cheaper for like natives and then for like Tourists, it was like fifteen hundred. Oh yeah. So, but no one, I guess, is doing it in Rwanda as much. So they were like, "Well, if y'all don't want to go, everyone's gonna have to pay fifteen hundred dollars, whether you're uh, a native of the country or not." So my grandma was like, "Well, I can try to hook you guys up." Basically, she didn't say it like that, but y'all get it. Um, <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> I got the hookup. <laughs> so she gets us the hookup. And then we get there, and my mom and I and Jared go to, like, the headquarters to, like, get our registration and everything done. And my mom is sizing us up and, like, talking to the guy in the native language and trying to negotiate something. So originally, we came knowing we are going to pay 600 bucks. And I was like, well, that's fine. We'll pay it. There's nowhere else we're going to get to see gorillas in life for $600. And... So we get there, and my mom hooks us up, and he's like, all right, $100 each. And I was like, oh, bet. So I hand in my, pa- I hand in my Ugandan passport, which is expired, but I hand in my passport. And then he's looking at it, and then he's like, oh, let me get your friend's passport. Mm. And, of course, he sees it's an American passport. <laughs> and he says, oh, you didn't tell me this part. He's like, I don't think I can hook this up, because if I give you guys, if I let you guys do the hundred dollars as both East Africans and you get up there and then you're not, you guys may have to pay extra, like a lot more or, um, or you might not even get to do the trek. So point of the story is Jerry kind of squashed our deal. Damn, a hundred dollars off, but you know, just had to be born in America. You ain't shit. And that's what happens when you ain't shit. Mm -hmm. Every time. So, but anyways, so we get on the trek. We have to like hike up ten minutes to the mountain and uh, <clears throat> get to the main, basically one of the posts before you get a guide and a gorilla trekker to take you up into the mountain. And this is not like a trail where you follow this trail and it takes you to the right and then you take the left and then you follow the marked tree and then the gorilla is going to be to your left. No. So this guy comes out. Guy has a machete. <clears throat> and he's like describing things and he's like you know we're going to go into the into um, the forest um, and he's telling us all these things what not to do don't touch the gorillas don't 
um, basically so all the straight living rooms. Oh, we straight up right. were in there. We were in there because we. He's like, we're gonna go through the, we're gonna cut through the brushes and stay by me. Uh, make sure if anything happens, if the gorilla charges at you, don't run. Just stay calm. Um, and don't run. Follow, follow follow our lead. And this, this, and that. So yeah, better be leading me to run. <laughs> it was Jared and <laughs> it was Jared and I and t- these two other Americans that were just doing this East African tour, and they were making their last stop at the gorilla trucking. And so we load up, and <laughs> let me go back a second. When we first get there, they have like these guys who from the village because we we're like in the village as well. You when you're going into the mountains, you're walking through like people's. Um, mud homes and all the locals and uh, villagers that are there and so usually the villagers come out like the males come and if people are trekking and needed their bags to be carried and stuff like that you can pay them to help you carry your stuff but we didn't have much so we didn't pay him but the first guy that introduces himself <clears throat> he introduces himself as god and of oh. course jared was like <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> of course <laughs> Of course. Jerry was like, wait, what? <laughs> and the guy was like, God. So the whole way up the, as we're kind of like 10 minutes to the post, all we're seeing is, <laughs> stop trying to be God. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the, whole, the whole way up. <laughs> the whole way up. That was the highlight. And then so we, we get on this trek. Um, we start going through the Literally, we're in the bushes. There's no trail. There's no nothing. It's climb under this, push this tree over, pull these thorns off of your sh- of your um, clothes, all this stuff. So we hike for probably like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and we're waiting for the gorilla trekkers who are there since like 6 in the morning trekking them because sometimes there are three mountains and they – go across the mountains feeding so if we one time sometimes you'll go on one mountain and they're not there so you have to trek back and go to the next mountain and try to find them so they finally tell us yeah they're here we meet up with the trekkers and they're telling us like you know just stay by us they're doing all these sounds like they're part of the primate family and their gorillas are not bothered at all like they're unbothered we're just there in their space they're basically they like, like, you come to these motherfuckers it, again. Literally, that's how <laughs> it was. Every time. It was just them, like, chilling. So there was, like, a, we saw, like, three families of gorillas. And one thing, like, that fascinated me about gorillas and how, like, we always hear, like, we're so related to primates, like, mm-hmm. based on, like, our physical anatomy and mannerisms and everything. But it really, truly... Like seeing it was like unbelievable. There's like this teenage gorilla, and there's these two baby gorillas, which I'm assuming are his younger siblings. And the two younger younger siblings are just fucking with the teenage gorilla, like just your typical little brother or sister messing with the, the big brother, smacking him, taking his stuff, pinching him, and the teenage gorilla is also just pissed at this point. So he's grabbing them, putting them in chokeholds, throwing them down. And of course the mom comes in, basically tells her, if y'all don't shut up, we're gonna have problems. So she'll like yell at the gorilla, they'll stop. 
and then they'll go back to messing around, jumping around. So since no one listens to the mom, Pops got to come in and control the situation. <laughs> and we weren't ready for Pops to come in because it was just a loud-ass growl. And all Ooh. of a sudden, it's just like, oh, there is a silverback gorilla. And a silverback gorilla is like three of me wide. <laughs> three of me wide and like two of me standing on top of each other. They're huge, huge ass animals. So strong. Like he literally leaned on a tree and just snapped it with one arm. With one, uh, arm. And I'm like, all right, great. So this is what we're doing right now. Yeah, I would have been back at the airport. <laughs> so we, our, first in, our first interaction with them was from like maybe 20 yards. And then they were like, okay, let's get closer. So we go down and get closer. And now we're literally like five yards apart, maybe even three yards apart. Like if I really wanted to, I can go into to them and touch them and hug them and chill with them if I was crazy enough. So Jared is in front of me. And then the two other uh, tourists are behind, behind me. So Jared has his GoPro and he goes to squat down to get footage of the teenage gorilla. This is our first interaction within like, touching distance of them and as soon as jared goes down to record the teenage gorilla just charges at us <laughs> what was, it just starts running like real fast at us and then just stops jared of course boop, boop, jumps up and the guy's like, no, don't, myself. Don't do I'm that. Telling you. like don't do that <laughs> he's like don't do that and, and we're like our hearts are racing like what I'm trying to, I'm looking back at these other guys who came with us and they're looking at me like, why are we doing this? Because, Conrad, how big is the teenage gorilla? The teenage gorilla is probably, it's not that big. Standing up is probably like, if I were to guesstimate, like five, like four and a half feet tall. Okay. If it was to stand up. So it's not like huge, but it's still a gorilla. Like, it can still mess you it's up. Still, yeah, it can still mess me up. Oh, yeah. Um, so that was our first near-death experience, or Jared's near-death experience, that probably led my t- to my near-death experience, which would have led to the other people's near-death experience, and then we wouldn't be coming back. So we do that. We see the family of gorillas, the silverbacks, biggest, big as hell, and now we're like getting towards the end because you have an hour to be with the gorillas. That hour felt like four hours. I felt like I was in there forever. And the last part, we like are basically, if you were to picture ourselves in the middle of a bush there is a silverback gorilla to my left a silverback gorilla to my right and a silver gorilla back gorilla behind me like five yards and then you have the mother gorilla and the babies directly in front of me like five yards and then you have the last silverback gorilla just laid out like it's on a gq magazine like just (laughs) just chilling laid out so i'm ducking down this is where i thought i almost died I'm ducking down <laughs> to take a picture of the mom and the babies. So I'm taking pictures and I'm just like in my zone, like just amazed by everything. And then all of a sudden I hear um, the other guy that was with us, I think his name was Hunter. And he just like, Conrad, it's walking right behind you. What is <laughs> the gorilla, silverback gorilla that was five yards behind me? It's like, it's walking right behind you. So my initial instance is to jump right up, to stand up and try. Because the guy was like, if they start approaching you, just give a space to walk by. So I jump up, but I jump up a little too fast. And the guy was like, that's too fast. And I was like, what do you mean that's too fast? (laughs) So I'm mid getting up. And then this silverback gorilla, I kid you not, 
I could have literally stroked from its head all the way down its back. What? And just literally walks right by me. And I'm now just like frozen with the camera, like, what? <laughs> I'm over here shook right now. Like this thing just walks by me. Doesn't even it's like I'm not even there. It's like I'm like the most insignificant thing in the world. Just walks by me, doesn't look at me, doesn't like like you ain't shit. Why are you in my living room? <laughs> like, and this is the dad? This is yeah, this is a silverbacks. It's a male gorilla. I don't know if it's the dad, it was one of the dads or not, but this is the main thing. Like it le- it's the leader in the whole forest at this point. You know? So walks by me. I look at Jared. I'm like, I was if I could have done anything, I was if I had moved, if I had lightly accidentally bumped into it, you know, I'm done. Cause that thing can just grab me in like two seconds and it's over. It's a wrap. It's done. So that was my near death experience. In my eyes, I thought it was near death because it was unexpected. I wasn't ready for this gorilla to walk by me. I'm just getting up and to the right is this gorilla just walking by me, breathing hard and just brushes by me. Nothing happens. Can I add something? <laughs> what is the I just gotta know what is the protocol? What so uh, this is what know. they say. They say what do if you a, do if a gorilla charges you, if you're in a, if you are in the any situation where a gorilla charges you and it's and you're it's in front of you, is what you're supposed to do is slowly back up and start bowing and lower yourself, making yourself lower than the gorilla. So being submissive to it. And then they said, like, after that, you just listen to your guide and what they tell you to do. I always hear those instructions and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, that's cute. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> what are we going to do if this gorilla comes over here? But, I mean, you have to because you have no choice. If that thing comes, you have no choice of, like, oh, I'm about to. No, you about to nothing. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, you're in a, you don't know anything about the forest. You're in its territory, you know. It can move. It can do whatever it wants that you can't. You're trying to run. You got to get, you're trying to avoid stepping in a hole. You're trying to avoid stepping in a, you know, some bushes or roots that will snag your leg. You think about all these stuff while you're trying to run away from this gorilla. It, all he has to do is just jump from one spot to another and boom. But besides all that, ladies and gentlemen, it was the most breathtaking thing as well. As far not breathtaking because I was scared out my life when that happened, but breathtaking well. just to be in, in that environment. <laughs> <laughs> to be in that environment that you don't get to see every day. Like these animals living amongst us, amongst the people, you know, like you sorrow, and they're just chilling, doing their own thing. No one's bothering them. If you don't bother them, they don't bother you. They literally were eating the whole time over them. This is my, you know, I know we have some vegan friends and family members who always are like, oh, you know, you can be vegan. The strongest animals in the world are vegan. But, yeah, these strongest animals are eating for eight hours of the day, 40 pounds of greenery. <laughs> yeah, I, I can be that strong, too, if I could eat that long. But it was crazy. That's all they're doing is eating, chilling. The only thing that was, only people that were active were the little ones who were messing around. But. Besides the gorilla, of course, my cousin got married, and it was an amazing, amazing <laughs> wedding that I was in. Um, a lot of alcohol, a lot of food. Uh, I forgot how we ate three times out the day, heavy-ass <laughs> meals. I mean, heavy meals every day. And you go to someone's house, 
without a doubt, you're eating that same exact heavy ass meal. So all the time I was eating four meals, full entree, everything, every day. Um, <laughs> we felt like we were ballers because buying bottles at a club was twenty five bucks. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they know how to do it. That's how you supposed to do it. So on our last night, we just <laughs> Jerry was like, "I'm going hard." I was like, all right, bet. Bought bottles of Uganda's famous Waraji. And that shit knocked him out. He the liver, the he the liver took a <laughs> took a big L that night for us. <laughs> um one of the nights, our first night in Uganda was my cousin's bachelor party. We go out, and you mind you, no one sleeps there because everything just stays open till the the people decide when the bar closes. So it's 4.30 in the morning. We lose my cousins we're supposed to stay with, so we have to go back to my auntie's house. That Wait, we're you at. lose your cousins? As in, like, basically they le- left us. I mean, oh, okay. I c- we couldn't get mad because they got some honeys, and we were like, oh, okay, they about to do their thing. But now we don't know where we're staying, so we might as well go back to my auntie's where my <laughs> mom was staying, which was oh, not a good God. idea. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, shit, all right, let me call my sister. I'm like texting her. I'm like, hey, we're coming back home. Are you guys awake? Can you open the gate for us? Don't make a scene. Just open the gate, blah, blah, blah. And I have like, of course, I have 1% on my phone, <laughs> like 5% on my mm-hmm. phone. So I text her. I'm like, I got 5%. We're just getting on what we call boda bodas, but they're like motorcycles or scooters and they transport people in the city. And they're like the last thing you want to be on at 4.30 in the morning because it's just chaotic. Accidents happen a lot that time, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, hey, we're getting on this and we'll be home in like 20 minutes. And that's the last thing I text her. So we think that Jared and I, lit, think we're pulling off the best sneaking you could ever think of because all we have to do is get it. Abby's going to open the gate for us. We're going to go to the other guest house and just, you know, wake up the next morning. My mom's going to be like, oh, you guys decided to come back? And we're going to be like, yeah, you know, the night ended early, you know? So we get there. I knock on the gate. I'm thinking my sister's opening the gate. It's not my sister. It's the guy that, like, basically the security guard that's at the house opens the gate. And I'm like, well, that sucks. This is not who we're supposed to be seeing right now. <laughs> hey, you right. guys are drunk, right? Yeah. Well, at this point, we took this kind. We sobered up a little bit because we were on a, a motorcycle at four in the morning, and it's like maybe 35, 40 degrees. So we kind of sobered up, you mm. know. Um, but we were still tipsy enough to like act a fool. So we walk in. <laughs> we're like, okay, it's just a, you know, it's just the homeboy. He he laughs. He smiles at us. Lets us in. We literally. Like you literally walk into the gate, through the gate, close the gate, and we literally look up and we just see a figure standing with its hands to the hip, head wrap, <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck? It's mother!" And so Jared just hides behind me and just starts laughing like, shit, but why is your mom awake at five in the morning? <laughs> and I'm like, I look, man, I don't know what's happened either. So we're expecting like this big ass lecture from my mom. 
like, what are you guys doing? What are you guys thinking coming back home this late? Do you know what time it is? Like, you know, the textbook lecture you would get, I would assume here in America, I would get if I came back at 5.30 in the morning. So we get up to her. We're smiling. Like, what's up, mom? Blah, blah, blah. She's like, are you guys stupid? And we're like, what? What do you mean? She's like, you took a boda, which is a motorcycle, from town to here? What do you expect me to tell Jerry's mom when something bad happens? You know, like the textbook mom, like you guys are crazy. You shouldn't have done this. She wasn't even no, mad at that. She was she she wasn't even mad that we got there at 5 30 in the morning. She was more mad at how we got back home. So of course Jared is lit as hell. You know how Jared is. And first, and my mom loves Jared now. She just thinks Jared's the funniest person in the world. And da 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 da. And you know how uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Find out. <sighs> Anyways, so we get back. I look at my sister and I'm like, dog. <laughs> what happened? Help where were me. you? Where were you at? <laughs> what were you She's doing? like, well, I couldn't get a hold of you, so I went to mom. What? <laughs> you woke her up. <laughs> so you switched. <laughs> Wait, how old is your sister? Sixteen. Okay, okay, she's too and young. Because I was gonna say that's our first who's man of the year. I'm like, <laughs> dog. <laughs> you know that's not what's supposed to how this is supposed to happen. Like, well, you know. We made it back. It was a good trip. I think it was probably one of the best trips for the year, besides, of course, Taiwan and getting engaged. But it was just good to be home. It's always good to be home. I got to see my, like, I would call her my adopted sister that I grew up with before I moved to the States. And, like, I didn't see her since then. Like, we didn't know where she was, what happened to her. And then all of a sudden, we we finally linked up after 17, 20 years. So it was like a very emotional. My dad was crying. My mom was crying. Like we hadn't heard from her. So it was just a fulfilling trip. It was a great way to end 2018. Um, 2019 is just on the starting off on a good note. I'm back. I'm happy we're, we're back. I was a little scared that, you know, whose man was the thing because I was scared to text a group message like, yo, what's up, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? But hey, we're back. Like and I took up like, a lot of time, like, so I'm sorry, guys. So who? So what about y'all? I mean, hell, I ain't get, I ain't went nowhere but Detroit. So, <laughs> 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 so look, <laughs> you travel over water. Hell, you should take up a lot of time. Now, right. oh, I'm, oh, oh, so sorry. Oh, time oh, out. So sorry. Here we go. So y'all remember how my Thailand trip went? Uh-huh. As like as like one of the worst trips to start off. So yes, with travel. Yeah, with and everything, right? So (laughs) I have to drive to DC to catch my flight. And I wake up and I try to check in the night before, and they're like, Well, because I was supposed to take a flight from DC to New York and then New York to Brussels, whatever. And then so I get there and they're like, Well, you can't check in online since you have multiple legs before your final destination. So I was like, All right, bet. So I pack up, and we're about to get in the car, and I'm like, I send my prayers, like, journey mercies, and then I'm like, Carly, can you just, let's just double check about my flight from, mm. from D.C. to New York, and from New York to Brussels. I don't know why, I just feel like I can't have another experience like last time. I don't want to get there, and my stuff's canceled, and da 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 So we look up our, we look up the flights, Brussels flights, and... Of course. No. 
All flights to Brussels have been canceled. Why? All flights. Damn. All flights from DC, from New York, any flight going to Brussels was canceled that day. And I just look at Carly, I'm like, you have to be kidding me right now. Like, this cannot be happening. So I, I get myself together and I'm like, all right, why is it canceled? And apparently there was a protest in Brussels. And if you guys have been following the world news, there was like a protest in France about uh, the fuel and yeah. how they haven't, people aren't getting enough quality of food and taxes. And that spewed, spewed into Belgium. And, that, and so the city was on shutdown. So there was no incoming flights in or out of the city at the time. So I'm like, great. So how long is this protest going to happen? So I'm like driving to D.C. And I'm on the phone with a Brussels agent. I'm like, I noticed my flight's been canceled. They're like, yes. And of course. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So what's going on? I'm, I need to leave today. Is there a way I can get on the next flight at some point in this afternoon? Because originally I was supposed to leave New York at 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. What's, the, what's the next best thing? So I was waiting for them to say, we booked you on a flight that leaves Saturday because that's what happened. I was supposed to leave on Friday. And she's like, well, which didn't make sense to me because even if their all flights were canceled to Brussels, they switched my flight to leave at 5 o'clock out of D.C., which was great because I didn't have to have multiple legs. But I made it, so I just had to share that. I'm two for two, guys. Hey, two, two for three. Glad you made it. But you made it. Now back to Detroit. Hey, look, Detroit was <laughs> Detroit was crazy, but it was fun. It was great getting to see all my family. Um, I don't even remember what else. Oh, had a. Really cool New Year's. Shout out to Darnold, who uh, hosted. <laughs> it was an epic party. We ended up having the police break us up. So, Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> so well, damn. Apparently, when you play music, your neighbors don't like when you have bass to your music, okay? What's this? Wait, this is in Dallas or Detroit? This is in Dallas. Uh-huh. So, this is about uh, probably around 3 a.m., and we've just gone through like our Nigerian music phase and now we're entering into a uh, request hour if you will so who knows what we're playing was but Amber there is that why the Nigerian yeah, music was well, okay yeah. Niger guy. and then um, <laughs> the police shows up and Donald is let's just say Donald is at home okay <laughs> Donald is home <laughs> so he is comfortable and the police shows up to the door and they're like, hey, um, do you know why we're here? And I proceed to go up to the door and say, hey, do you guys want to come in? <laughs> <laughs> you just invite them in. Wow. You are. You are wow. This is why. This is why. Uh, and then they, they're like, hey, if you guys can just turn down the music, you know, we appreciate it and you'll be fine. Happy New Year. I was like, okay. So we turn down the music and everybody starts to go and I'm like, where you guys going? And they're like, boy, the police was here. We're leaving. Like, turning <laughs> over. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, that was New Year's. We had a great time. Uh, and then this year has just been, so far, so much has happened. But it's been just really cool. Really cool. <laughs> really cool. Really cool. 
<laughs> One more time. Really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald, how about you? I mean, even compared to you, I didn't do much. I stayed my black ass in Texas the whole time, so not too much excitement going on there. All I did had a family come in town for Christmas, so it was nice to uh, spend the time with them over that holiday. Uh, showed them around Austin since it was our first time coming through to here. So it was always dope to spend time. I got some home cooked meals from mom. Took me back to the old school days. It made me feel nice and warm inside. Ain't that the best? It, right? It just always takes me back to being a kid again. Just when she cooks anything. Uh, what else did I do? I mean, for New Year's, me and a lovely Tori brought that in. Uh, we went to a, a club in, in an area that was near us, so that was nice and pretty convenient. We didn't get the cops called on us. We got to get out of there in time. So, thankfully, that was all nice. <laughs> but Ron was definitely swagged out. Honestly, hey, I couldn't you know, even Ron, tell you what I was wearing that night. Ron was feeling himself. You know why? Because, you know, Ron, Ron sent us a little snap of himself in the group group snap. Just him smiling with his little hat on, blazer on, <laughs> nice-ass <laughs> smile. You know, Happy New Year. I was like, you know what, Ron? You're right. Happy New Year. Yeah, get, your yeah, get, your, get yourself. <laughs> get yourself by Tori. Get yourself. I'm just going to believe that because I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to take y'all word for just it. Just take it, man. Damn it. <laughs> like, my night legit went three, two, one. Happy New Year. <laughs> oh, hey, it's Tuesday morning. <laughs> like, legit, do not remember too oh, much past 1210. Wow. Nice. But got home safely. Had a great time. Pockets didn't get hurt too bad. So, overall, it was a great way to bring in the new year. Yeah, it's always the best when the pockets don't get hurt all the time. Yeah, pre-gaming is a skill at this point. Make sure you get to the right amount so you get there. You ain't got to go too crazy. You have to You have to know your right amount for pre-gaming. It is a science. I'm, I'm for sure that it's a science, okay? You can't do too much. You definitely you can't won't make do too it. little. Because then there's no point. You get too little, you pissed. <laughs> why do I even do that? Why did, why did we even start? <laughs> I'm back to square one. Why are we here? All right, you pull up to the <laughs> bar sober. You, you really don't even want to be there. No. No, let's go back home. We're good. Uh, yeah. All right. So... I'm wishing for everybody in 2019. Know your pregame. Like, practice it. Study it. Okay? Write it down if you have to. Maybe we should probably book or something three to help people out. Cups to get to where I needed to be. <laughs> we have to share our learnings with people. We need to probably some type of help guide for everyone. Ooh. True. 2019. I like it. Oh, there goes an idea. Don't steal our idea. Just know that we got you. All right. Come to us. Look, coming soon. All right. So let's go ahead and get down to some business tonight. We got a oh, basically we got an entire state that we need to call out as our first who's man of 2019. Mm-hmm. There are 50 states that make this country up, and one of them never ceases to act a fool. It's just wow. one state that I feel like every week <laughs> something comes out of the state, and you're just like, of course, of course, it's them. A few Whether times it be, a week, to be honest with you, right? Like I remember in the past, this people point, bite each other's face off. Remember that bath off shit? That I feel like that's what started it. That's what, it's, from that moment on. Florida was cursed. I feel like we don't get a movie Good. about it one day. Like, this is what Florida. happened to that place. <laughs> <laughs> A documentary. This is what happened, what happened to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I know y'all wondering. 
A lot of people <laughs> talked about it, but yep, <laughs> it was the apocalypse. Yep, <laughs> the whole time. There. Yep. <laughs> what was it? What was it called? Uh, what were they called? Salt bath salts. Yeah. Bath salts. Yep. The beginning of bath salts. Beginning oh, and <laughs> the grand opening and grand closing was in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's All right, hear. So we got a series of stories we're going to talk about tonight that's been going on in the state of Florida. So let's go ahead and get down to business with the first one. So this one was brought to our attention by Brian. And when he first sent this over to us, it was like, where do you even find this stuff at? But of course, <laughs> Twitter always delivers because that's where the stuff circulates at the most. Wait, can I just, right, so read, first the, up, can I just read the oh, tweet? Yeah, go, go ahead. Like I, you can finish the story, but the tweet was the one that took me out because I was like, one, what a great headline, but two, I want to know so much more. So it says, <laughs> Miami woman. That's Florida for you guys who you know don't know. Um, Miami woman with tattoo that says whore. <laughs> well, meets man at Mango's nightclub <laughs> on Ocean Drive. How many of you guys been to Mangoes? I haven't yet, but I don't think I'm going to make it. Goes to his hotel room, robs him. Cops find four stolen Rolex watches. Where? In the badge. <laughs> because. Where? Because Florida. Rob, back to you. <laughs> back to you, Rob. I mean, where can we even go from there? I don't know how that was the best to take it. That was the best intro to, to that. Where to that? So fast. <laughs> Yo, first of all, <laughs> let me just say that. That's what expensive a jazz. Look, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why there? Why? You can't put it in your bra. Oh, shit. The cops are coming. I really wonder how she landed on a number four. Like, <laughs> it wasn't enough. <laughs> I just feel like this is a ghetto version of Sesame Street. How many Rolexes? <laughs> Can you fit? One. Oh, you need more. Two. Two. Oh, there's more room. Three. Oh, not in me. Four. That's the score. Like, what? How did you land on this? All right. So, just first of all, just to give a little bit more context of how this all went down, paint a little little bit of picture for y'all. So this woman whose name, I'm not even going to say her name because one, it's hard to pronounce, but it's not important. But I'm just calling her Miss Brookings. That's her last name. So she meets this guy at the, at the, at the club, like you said, and go back to his place and they, you know, get ready to have some fun. We grown folks do. Throw bag. When you know how to go in the box, but it comes inside of the bag as well. So he had one of those. And inside of it, that's where he had his five Rolexes. So you, that's right. There was five of them in total. Apparently, he went in the bathroom for a little bit. When he came back out, he, she, she hit him over the head and dipped. And when he woke up and when he recovered from all that, he noticed that the bag was gone, called the cops, and eventually the cops caught up with her. So they say they found one of the watches while they were searching her right there, you know, and arresting her. So maybe she was wearing it, maybe it was in her pocket or whatever. 
So they probably was like, all right, bro, we found one, but the other four, they must be gone. She must have gave them to someone else because we, we checked every pocket. We checked everything. It ain't there. And she just sitting there laughing like, yeah, okay, y'all ain't check every pocket. Oh, my God. I just thought of something. I'm sorry. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. You got to say it now. So, you know, they checking her, right? Uh-huh. You know, you got to you gotta feel the upper thighs and make sure everything good. Did you think they were like, what is this hard thing? <laughs> is that metal? What is that? Are you excited? I'm sorry. All right, go. Sorry. I should never have done that. Nope. Oh, man. But I mean, this woman was definitely acting a fool the entire time. Even from after while she was getting arrested, apparently she was in the back of the cruiser, spitting, banging her head, trying to stomp out the windows. She even bit an officer. <laughs> like she was on 10 like, the entire what? way through. <laughs> And that was the role he acted up. So here's one thing uh, that I'm a little confused about because in the article it mentions that she, at one point while she was in a holding cell, she pissed on the floor. Like what? straight up, just urinated right there on the jail cell. And I'm not sure. They don't really specify this is before or after the Rolexes came out. So it's really confusing to know if there may be some Rolexes out there that have gotten a little bit of that golden shower treatment. And honestly, at that point, trip. if I was this dude, I'm like, hey, you didn't have one. You can just keep it. Right, look, you didn't work hard for this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you've worked very hard for this. So I'm, I'm going to just let you keep this because you probably need it more than me, all right? You got to. <laughs> you got to. Oh, she was strip searched. So that must have been after she was strip searched. Okay, then. I'm hoping so. I'm ass- I'm assuming it had. I mean, I, I don't, have I don't to think I want to watch because they're not gonna let you. Look, bro. I mean, look. You can take, you can take them watches getting clean, man. That's eight, what is eighty six thousand dollars? They were it was a hundred grand in total between the five. So yeah, you can assume like twenty grand each. Look, dog. You can get them clean. Is anyone worried about her vagina? Or is it just bit, I obviously I we shouldn't because she's not you're right. But... <laughs> she's definitely so, not like, part of the article should have been dedicated to like yes, the we just want you to know we checked on the vagina. The vagina is fine. Um it is it's going through some uh recovery right now, but it's gonna bounce right back. Like I mean you put you put four Rolexes I'm in just, your vagina. Look, the body amazes all of us. Look, the vagina definitely, <laughs> definitely. Look, <laughs> can do I feel like this is not. I feel like this is probably not her first time doing something like that. Yeah, what? Damn, you know what? That's a good point because I feel like I don't think that was to the vagina if you ain't never been there before. I mean, to hold stuff. I would assume she's been there before. Oh, but... right. Okay, sorry. <laughs> this is just her <laughs> testing her limits. Like she never put this much money in there at once. Do you think she was? I think she was high. I mean, she gets she got charged possession of coke. Well, cocaine is a hell of a drug, apparently. <laughs> Rick Jenkins taught me that. <laughs> <laughs> Steal something. <laughs> I guess this is to the ladies, because fellas. Well, I guess, <laughs> look, fellas, y'all have some like options. You have eight options. I too, was bro. gonna bring up the. I was gonna bring Dude, that up, but I didn't know if you wanted. We just. Hope. I did not know in 2019 how far we were going. All right. I mean, we already right. there. We already there. Where, where we had our roller coaster? 
Guys, <laughs> <laughs> you only <laughs> <have> one spot. <laughs> you're not gonna Again. try to buckle. You're not gonna try buckling on your dick. <laughs> like oh. once they go, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna wear them out here. <laughs> I mean, that's what I was thinking. Like, this is, like what? <laughs> this is mine. This is my jewelry. Hey, right? look. <laughs> I ain't trying to go back to that last episode, but Jared said some stuff, boy. We, look. Okay. All right. Yeah, hey, you All can right. wear them, boy. You can wear them. You're right. Florida, 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 Florida. Oh, man. All right. So, let's go ahead and keep moving on to the next story. We got another one that's not as crazy. Thankfully, it's a little bit more tame, but again, it's Florida. So this is probably just another day for them. So this headline reads, Pascal man hits dad with pizza after finding out his father helped deliver him at birth. <laughs> now, well, <laughs> already from, from the very beginning, hit someone with a pizza. How mad you gotta be to hit someone with pizza? A hot Because, first of all, right? if it's a good pizza, I'm not wasting my pizza on you. I don't care how mad I am. All right. Right. <laughs> I'm assuming it was uh, Little Caesar's hot and ready. Ready for that face. <laughs> it was ready. That's the only thing I'm gonna think of because all the other pizzas you better not waste them on your daddy's face. Oh man. And then so even then you just already starting off you starting off hot right there, hitting it with pizza. And then the reason why takes it to a whole other level. So again, he hits him with the pizza because he found out his dad helped deliver him at birth. Why did that upset him mm. so much? Like is there something I don't know about? Is this like a, a superstition that if your dad helps you give birth, <laughs> you're, you're gonna be fucked up or something? I don't know. Like, well, why is that upset him so much? <laughs> Hold on, let me call my you... mom real quick and ask who gave birth to you... me. Because I might want to hit my dad in the face with a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but like <laughs> why though? <laughs> Like really? Like why would you get mad at that? Like is it is it like how dare you be there for me when I'm born? Maybe he wasn't there for him in life. Maybe that's it. <laughs> oh, so he could be there when I'm born, but after that you just walked up. Wow. It's this pepperoni motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, all right, take for, that, for take one that. more time. I'm gonna paint the picture for y'all on this one because this one's uh, just hilarious the way it all oh, went down. All right, so the dad is out walking the dog, <laughs> yeah, walking his son's dogs on the front porch and just comes back. And his son was on the porch waiting for pizza delivery. So he, he comes, he walks outside, son sitting there chilling, everything's all good. He walks past him, says, Hey, how you back? I'm about to walk the dogs. They go around the block, do their thing, come back. He, he notices the son ain't on the porch no more. So, okay, the pizza must have came. He's like, Cool. Dogs are walks, chores are done. I'm about to go ahead and get some pizza. It's about to be a good night. Soon as he walks through that door, the first thing he gets is a face full of pizza. <laughs> wait, 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 Rod! You gotta explain it like fully. He wasn't he like in a rocking chair, bro? Yes. He's seeing his mouth. And he noticed that the only reason they noticed it was because there was pizza sauce everywhere. <laughs> That's the oh, yeah, the, the, the cops there's pizza sauce and cheese everywhere, like you, fucking crime scene. You imagine being it was your, awful, lazy boy, and now it's ruined forever. Because <laughs> he ain't gonna never sit in that chair no more. Now we know that because <laughs> he gonna have memories. I almost choked on that government cheese that little Caesars be putting on a pizza, and <laughs> I won't even be here no more because <laughs> you mad that I gave you life. <laughs> literally <laughs> oh man it is crazy, so apparently 
No one seems to know why this set him off. Like it was the dad was there and he had two witnesses, so he had proof that he wasn't just crazy. He had people out there that could corroborate the story. And the one common denominator is that no one knows why this pissed him off so bad. So this is going to be just one of those unsolved mysteries. We we may never find out what the issue was. All I know is I'm not having my son come out. So now that I know what the future could hold for me if that's how I do that. <laughs> but like you on your let's own. let's die, let's 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 go there. What do you think triggered him? It gotta be some like uh, I don't know. Like was he lied to that his dad was never there in the delivery room? Like he wasn't there, and then he found out he was there. He was mad that he got lied to for I don't know how old this guy is. Was he mad that his Maybe dad that saw his thirty three years in that predicament? Or like. <laughs> <laughs> No, maybe maybe he's always had like this big ass imprint on the back of his head and he can never figure out where. And it never told him where it came from. And he found out it was from his dad gripping his head. (laughs) (laughs) My whole life I've been fucked up because of you. (laughs) Eat this. (laughs) Man. I just can't I I really I, I can't figure that out. Listeners, please, if y'all know something that we don't know about this, is there some type of story behind this? Is there an urban legend in Florida? Is there is there a reason why this man had to be upset that we just not getting? Y'all got to let us know. First of all, first of all, Robert Thomas Houston. Wow. From this day forward, you're going to have a charge under your name that says domestic battery by hot pizza. <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of your life. I can't wait to see that that's, commercial. Like, that's gonna be a super. Can you imagine running a background check? And, and that comes up on the dude. Like for life. Uh, this is interesting. Um, I see you have been in jail before, and the <laughs> weapon of choice was pizza. Um, we usually have pizza here for lunch. Is there going to be a problem? <laughs> Is, Do I need to call up Domino's? Like, <laughs> warn them? Do we have to change everything? Like, what happens here? <laughs> I think for me, the best part is a police report. I don't know if it's because they, maybe it's the news, the news that made it as dramatic as Brian was saying. But I'm just thinking about this as the TV comes on. Tampa Bay reported the sheriff's deputies were called Thursday to Houston family home where they found pizza slice on a chair <laughs> and cheese and sauce strain around the room. It was a horrific sight, according to the arrest report obtained by the news station. Houston's father told the deputies that his son became angry after learning he had helped deliver him in 1985. Like, <laughs> that's the headline for him. I wonder if people in Florida go crazy because they see what's happening in the news and they don't believe it, so they go do something crazy so they can be on the news. There's got to be a competition. That's the type of game show they got going on down there. Because I'm wondering (laughs) if there's like one city in Florida which is like totally normal, and they're like, "Oh, here these motherfuckers come again." Like, why can't we have our own state? Can we, Georgia? Can we join, please? Like, we don't want to be over here no more. Uh, well, here we are. Hey, we're not done either. <laughs> no, we only halfway there. Wow. We still got a few more for y'all. Uh, we got right, so, Does Florida so have this a next song? one? I don't know. Hello, Florida. Okay. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Sunshine. No, we're not going no. there. No, right. okay. Yeah, right. never mind. Go here, Rob. Thanks. All right. All right. <laughs> so this next headline. <laughs> 
Florida man tells neighbors he's going to kill them with kindness, then try to kill them with a uh-huh. machete he named kindness. And honestly, oh. I respect that. <laughs> he never lied. He didn't misrepresent anything. He said, I'm going to go kill you with kindness. Be right back. I might go and come back with a machete. <laughs> wow. <Hey>. First of <laughs> all, <laughs> this guy, that's one thing you can't call him. He said what he said. He said what he said. And then he did he what he said. Did. Have you guys seen the mugshot though? Oh yeah, it's it's an ugly one. Okay, I'm sorry, but if I had a neighbor that came to me and said, "Hey, Conrad, I'm gonna kill you the kindness today," I'm gonna take it literally because yeah. he looks crazy. He don't look kind. I can tell you that. Not nope. one bit. Nope. All right. I'm I can't tell you I don't want any type of that kindness. Nope. <laughs> I literally. Uh, all right. Let's I let's ask him like, well, who? Well, <laughs> We're kind of set. Who's because <laughs> I don't see <laughs> what are we doing here. That's when I would have moved out. I feel like there are certain points where you got to just move out of your neighborhood. And that's probably one. Because if you're going to kill yep. me, I don't want you to kill me with nothing, to be honest with you. There is nothing I Wait. want you to kill me with. <laughs> Literally. Like, <laughs> so if someone wants to kill you, what's supposed to kill you with? Just, just, I would rather you not. I would rather not. <laughs> I'll just answer you your question. Honest. You said if someone's gonna kill me, I would like you not Look, to kill me with that. Let's just all agree to like let me stay alive. All right. I'm gonna give you life with kindness. That would have been like, okay, all right. We can do that. But as soon as you talk about killing me, I don't care what word you use after that, I'm afraid of you. <laughs> For good reason, I, and I'm out. I am a little curious though. Like, did he just call the machete kindness, or did he like have the word kindness written on the side of it, and he whipped it out? And <laughs> no, it's it was. like Beyonce's. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, it does say that. It said, "Florida man is in jail, charged with aggravated assault with deadly weapon after he threatened to kill his neighbor with kindness because the word kindness was written on the machete he used to stab his victims." <laughs> nice. And did some Dexter shit. Hey, I missed that. Well, story. I'm sorry. Let me tell you, Dexter was in Florida, so uh-huh. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> just saying. Right. Now, Dexter, Dexter was the man. Okay, I tell you, if you guys have not watched Dexter on Showtime, it's not on anymore. You don't have to watch the last maybe two seasons, but if you watch the first few seasons, you will understand how great Dexter was. But at the same time, you kind of understand why Florida is Florida. I feel like he was telling us a lot about Florida when we didn't want to believe it. We only thought Florida... A lot of people grow up only thinking Florida is Disney World and Harry Potter land. Like, (laughs) we think the whole damn state is that. And then once you find out how messed up Florida is, you're like, well, wow. No wonder y'all got a Disney World there. (laughs) You have to have something bright. Yeah, needed that <laughs> desperately, man. Mm. I ain't gonna kill y'all with kindness stuff. I promise. But look, this, this apparently actually all started due to a noise complaint. So going back to your New Year's Eve, y'all better just keep it down. Mm-hmm. Damn. I mean, or don't take that voice <laughs> to the floor. Glad you told me. What if, Darn- what if, what if Darnold whipped out the mach- his machete? <laughs> well, I was gonna say because we left, Wait, we left Donald there. <laughs> so what if the neighbors who called the police? Say hey, knock on the door like hey. I just want you to know I called and here's kindness. <laughs> so <All right. laughs> you can choose which way you want to go. All right, 
I feel like I feel like Darnold's machete will be named after some Lion King, something Lion King. Mufasa. He called him Mufasa. The scar. The scar. Oh yeah. <laughs> scar would be the best one. That would be the best name for him. Uh, uh, here we go, Navy Machete. Wait, wait. I right. kind of want to so give it a cool name. What would be what would be a good um I don't know why, but what would be a good fraternity for Lion King? That just popped in my head. Mufasa what? Simba Mufasa. <laughs> What? Well, you get this one. Right, no, <laughs> First of all, how did that pop in your head from Michelle? <laughs> Look, I don't know where you be. <laughs> what did you say, Mufasa? Simba yeah. Mufasa? <laughs> I'm an MSL. <laughs> MSL. <laughs> you could have went with Hakuna Matata. You could have went with anything right, else. Well, I was just trying. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> Let's keep going to the next one because we ain't going to keep going on that. Wow. Uh, we rock right. scar, scar, scar. All right, so this next one is a viral story that's kind of been going around, and I'm sure, or a video actually that's been going around. So I'm sure plenty of you guys have seen it, but if you haven't, I mean, actually, right, you got the details on this one. I could read through this, but I'm sure you might have a little more information than I do. Yeah. So, look, I mean, we, I think a lot of people saw the video. It came from. Um, St. Petersburg, Florida, I want to say. I have no idea where that's mm. at either. So that's, that's what I kind of love about Florida. They represent from all parts of the state. That's they true. just like that's Miami, that's, that's uh south of Florida, southwest. Bet. So if you guys can tell us like the regular place in Florida, like let me know. But um St. Petersburg just happened at a McDonald's and there was a viral video that came out of this white man arguing with this black mcdonald's worker and and what we found out was over a straw he mm. wanted a plastic straw but they were only able to provide paper straws so on and so forth a lot of stuff happened a lot of argument but the problem the issue happened when this white man proceeded let me just say i don't even care if he's white i don't care what he is this man decided to put his hands on this black woman's shirt and drag her over the counter now 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 look you hear that story and if you haven't seen the video you might think this goes one way let me tell you what this uh this young queen did this young queen you know breathed in like the the spirit of black panther she breathed in the (laughs) spirit of layla ali she said look creed 2 just came out three weeks ago let me show you exactly how you got me fucked up okay Oh. That white man will never ever grab anyone again. I'm pretty sure of it. He probably won't even eat at McDonald's again, to be honest with you. Um, he's not feeling too good today. But <laughs> my question for you, and something I've been like thinking about and kind of like concerned about, was the fact that in the video, no one comes to her defense. There's not one man, man, there's not one woman. Uh, you can see men and you can see other people. Um, around her and around this group of people, if you will, either filming what's happening or just watching what's happening. But no one comes to her defense to, like, help her against this man grabbing her. So I was wondering how you guys felt about it and, like, what you would have done in that situation. I can answer that. But before I do, I would like to say that, that this is a classic case of that Chris Rock joke. I'm not saying he was right. But I understand. 
Because paper straws are trash. I'm just gonna throw that out there right now. <laughs> paper straws <laughs> are the devil. All right, because okay. in Austin they are real like eco friendly here, so we've had to deal with that a lot. Paper straws will straight up just dissolve right in your drink. Like you just be having to your drink, and next thing you know, you're drinking through the, you're drinking the straws you're just drinking out of. And they're, they're trash. So I can understand his why he was upset. Wait, Ron, can I go a step right. further? Well, paper, paper straws kind of lead to alcoholism because they force you to drink your drink faster and then you gotta right. order another one. <laughs> and before you know it, now you got the police called on you on New Year's. Why all of a sudden you want to start drinking slow when you get a paper straw? It was not even an option anymore. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you are on a strict time. As soon as that straw hits your drink, you are on a clock. <laughs> If you don't want to drink that straw, you got about a good 10 minutes to get that drink out your hand. Right. It ain't going. What's, what paper straw y'all be drinking through? I feel like that's everyone I had. <laughs> like, I've yet to have a good one. <laughs> Anyways. Right, but back to the matter at hand. I think that, like you said, it was pretty obvious that no one in there was interested in her. And I'm going to say that, that I would be in the same shoes as them for two reasons. One, she didn't need the help. I don't think this dude got off any type of clean hit. He grabbed her, she Bruh. grabbed him, and then she went to work. Mm. She put in a good 12, 15 punches back to back to back to back. And Throwing them bangs. <laughs> no defense. So one, she didn't need the help. Now two, I can also definitely see if I'm, especially if I'm a McDonald's employee, I'm not helping putting my hands on no customer. I'm not about to lose my job that I probably need you know, if I'm here at money. So I'm not about to risk that to help you out. Especially when you don't need it. So I'm just going to sit here, make these fries, oh, wow. and we can just see what happens later. <laughs> wow. I don't know why. Because I can literally picture Ron doing exactly that. He's flipping his fries out from takes them out the oil, right, back. Like, damn, she's throwing mm-hmm. things. All right, let me stop these fries real quick. All right. Uh, welcome to, welcome <laughs> to McDonald's. Uh, can I take your order? It's not oh, funny, just, but it is. Just, <laughs> Just one second, please. Can y'all be quiet real quick? I'm, this customer wants a, a McDouble. <laughs> hey, when you get done whooping his ass, can you go ahead and wake up number four? Yeah. Oh, you want fresh fries. Okay. Now you got to do it all over again. Okay. I just, I just want to let you know that we do have paper straws. Is that going to be a problem? Because if it oh, is... Oh, it's a problem. Nice we have security. Come vehicle. get this one. Yeah, Point behind you. If it's a problem, you can see what happens to old dude over there. <laughs> Look, exhibit A. Do you want to be exhibit B? No, you're not going to like the answer, okay? <laughs> uh, so would right. you have helped B? Would you have been, would you been on her side? I'm sorry. That was a trash take. It is. I would have totally helped. Like, this is a older white man and i don't care if it's white if he's white black or other but it's a man grabbing up this black woman or this woman i don't again i don't care if she's black white or other this this man grabbing up this woman that he's bigger than he is he is towering he's really towering over her and yeah she handled her own but at the same time it's like hey who who else about to defend her like, nobody is there to defend her. Nobody is there to, like, let her know that she is not alone. It, 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 the video kind of, like, pissed me off. One, because he did that. And then two, because, like, why is no one defending this woman against this man? And is that kind of where we are now? We're going to film this versus, like, actually putting the phone down and making sure this man knows that that's not okay and that he should never do it again? 
that's just kind of how I felt. What about you, Conrad? <clears throat> I mean, I'm definitely on the side of I would definitely help her because I have the same feeling as no man should lay hands on a woman ever. Um, granted, the situation, she held her own, of course, and I understand. But it would have been nice to Okay, in 2019, I understand that cell phone footage is helpful in a lot of things we've seen in the past, in 2018. And I get it. But I'm just so tired of seeing people just filming and talking and commentating about the situation when they could be helping. Like, I get it. The video helped capture this guy. Even if the video didn't, they're in a restaurant. There's cameras all over it. There's cameras all over the place at the register. They can see him. 2019, can we put the phone down and actually help the person that's that's mm-hmm. getting that's actually in the situation? Because in this situation, the person recording could have done something. Whether it's right instead of recording, could have called 911. Instead of recording, could have maybe saw that the situation was getting heated and been like, hey, back up. Said something. Do something. For the coworkers, Ron has a, a solid point, but at the same time, you could, if that coworker didn't want her, his fellow coworker getting the situation, he could have been like, "All right, hey, how about we let's back away from the situation?" Blah blah blah. But I guess in that case, he, she didn't really have a choice to back up. But I do believe that they should have helped her before the situation escalated. <clears throat> when did they come? After she had thrown like four or seven punches, and then they decided to pull her away from the guy. Right. That was my issue. Like, dude grabs her. All of y'all should have been on him. Like, you're right. <laughs> exactly. What the fuck like, are you doing? At all points. And this is a prime example where you see a lot of <clears throat> black women say this is like, and put us in the black men are trash because black women are always having our back or always having each other's backs. There's that McDonald's video of the guy who came into the McDonald's saying, talking to the cash register, saying, You're not going, I saw you taking my, my boyfriend's number. I'm over here to like set you straight and don't be talking to him. And before they can finish his sentence, a black woman manager the and the whole crew. cool kitchen crew <laughs> came out and was like, crew. yeah, not today. Not in this kit, not at this McDonald's. You're not going to come here and talk to our sister like this and this and that. And that's just, it should be like that for all of everyone. Like that's your coworker. Someone grabs her and starts trying to violate her. He shouldn't have even been able to get off the floor. But that debate is always going to be up. Some people obviously need their jobs. And they don't want to be put in a situation. Because, of course, they're black. If the black guy came and helped and decked the dude, now his job's gone for helping his coworker. Even if he was doing for something to help. More than likely, he's a black guy. Why did you, why did you punch the customer? At the end of the day, you shouldn't punch the customer. There, We have these... They're going to go with the whole, we have these trainings for you to handle these situations. Why don't you follow the protocol? Blah, 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 Eventually. So I can see why Ron is saying that because he's thinking about it. If I touch this dude, I'm still going to be in the wrong no matter what. Yeah. Which also sucks. Which I do get that because if I'm not mistaken, uh, I think she did actually lose her job in this whole scenario. So it's crazy. I do understand like, hey, I want to protect her, but I also got to pay these bills, but it's like, man, like you want, uh, it's such a, it's, it's a weird predicament, but it's like, Hey, I would rather, I would rather make sure you're okay and you're protected than protecting this, this business or whatever this is that I'm working in. 
Like, I want to make sure you're good, and then I'll move, you know, I'll, I'll move on to whatever I have to move on to. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, what is it? Catch-22? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, But uh, my question is, <clears throat> if she is, if she did lose her job, or if it is confirmed she lose her job, do you think it had to do with how viral the video went? Possibly. I don't think it helped at all. Yeah, I agree. Because I don't think she gets fired if it's not as viral as it, as it is. I now, do think that she... No, actually, I think she loses her job regardless. And I don't think it's right, but I think it's, that's the way it's going to go down. Even though it's self-defense. Customer is always right. Uh, my ass. Uh, I would I would troll him for life with paper or pla- paper straws. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like send him a straw a day or something. I don't know. Something real petty piss them off of course you know sometimes when you see things like this the comments about him are really trifling and annoying and sad but also sometimes the comments are hilarious under these videos someone said (laughs) how many people were disappointed to see those french fries those fresh crispy fries slowly descend off the counter into the abyss of the dirty floor never (laughs) to be seen again (laughs) It was a large fry, bro. Uh, <laughs> that this was the last straw for her. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, crazy. Uh, but I guess uh, another question I have is, and maybe we can go further into this. But where do you think? you draw the line where if you're put in a situation as a man to consider yourself self-defense to therefore put your hand on a woman. Hmm. I mean, I think because my that, line... Go ahead. Because not saying, okay, like, you should never put your hand on a woman, there's also a point where you have to be protect yourself as a man as well if you feel like you are going to be threatened to, to die or something like put, put you in a situation where the woman has upper hand at you and your life is at stake. Are you going to just be like, I can't hit you or I can't touch you, but, you know, you have this weapon against me or you have me in a certain submissive hold. And there are women out there that can do the same exact thing a man can do to her. Like, there are women out there that can combat and fight and put you in chokeholds and put you in submission moves. All this stuff that we can do. There are women out there that can do it. Just as strong or stronger. So is that a factor in the line? Does there have to be a weapon? (sighs) I mean, for me, it really doesn't make much of a difference whether it's a man or a woman where I draw my line because I'm typically not a violent person. I don't. It's yeah. not gonna be the first thing I turn to. But if it gets to a point where someone is threatening my safety or anyone who's around me, that's a loved one, then whether it be a man or woman, if they have a weapon, if they're just that physically strong, then that's what the line is. Like once you cross that line where I feel like you could actually cause harm to me or those around me, then that's where I'm like, okay, you you gotta do something about this, regardless of who you are. Yeah, I right. agree with you. Like I'm a big believer in like keep your hands to yourself and I don't like violence. I don't want anyone to hurt anyone. But I mean if you have to protect yourself, you have to protect yourself. But at the same time, like I would rather like subdue you as opposed to like hurt you. Like if I can just get you to chill out until somebody else comes and breaks up the situation, then I'm good with that. I don't want to hurt you on top of that. Do you think there's a double standard? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, I think deservedly so. Like, this is just the way it needs to be. Yeah. Do you think that a feminist would agree with that? Mm. Like, extreme feminist would agree with that? What an episode. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know. And I, I don't even want to a- answer that. I would rather uh, someone who believes differently to come on the podcast and have a dialogue with us. Um, I know some things that may come up is obviously like, hey, men are bigger, stronger, and all that stuff. And uh, they should be able to practice restraint, if you will. Um, But I know that there are different scenarios that could happen where, you know, that may not be the answer. So I would be I would be curious to like all these other different scenarios that are coming up and women are stronger, women are bigger than you. What what do you do then? Like what is the answer to all these? And I, I know it's not one answer, but uh are we thinking of it the right way or are we not? Mm. Well, well don't forget to drop that message in them DMs. Yo at whose man's podcast at gmail.com. Yo or Whose Man's Podcast on Instagram. Yo. Or Whose Man's Podcast on Twitter. Yo. Or Anchor Comments. Or Ooh. iTunes Reviews. Ooh. Five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Or if you got our number, text us. What? If you don't, you shouldn't. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, But seriously, um, those are some good questions that we want the viewers to get back to us 2019 is a year we want to be extremely active with our listeners because you guys listen i know you guys listen 23.6 plays a, a episode wow. average. Million. what he said <laughs> <laughs> um so we know you guys are listening i mean you guys can like our comments we'll go ahead and say something because I know you laughed before you tapped it. You probably chuckled like, Haha, that shit was kind of funny. Say that. Hey, but we love you. What else we got? It's the last one. All right. So, yep. Before we get up out of here, we got one more crazy story that we got ahead for us. Florida. This one was brought to us by Conrad. So, thank you for sharing this one with us. This headline reads, Killer Herpes isn't stopping these monkeys from mating. And yep, <laughs> they're in Florida. <laughs> and yep, they're in Florida. <laughs> like even the news knows. Like yep, <laughs> y'all already know what this is. <laughs> yep, damn it, that damn Sunshine <laughs> State. So I feel like like what? this is proof that there is like an epidemic or something happening in Florida. There is like a movie. Are they filming a movie? <laughs> like a <laughs> a three hundred year is... movie. <laughs> <laughs> is that what's happening? <laughs> I don't get it. But Ron, you can keep, you can lead us into it. I mean, really, the headline has everything we need to know here. There is there is a strand of herpes out here that is fatal to a point, and so literally, these guy monkeys can be killed if they contract it, and that ain't stopping them. They they still gotta get where they need to get. They can still out here mating, having fun. Having a good night, yeah, and I, obviously <laughs> they ride around getting it is what he. They're smart enough to understand, like, oh, there's something going on that's killing some of us, but they don't care. But it actually is not as fatal to the monkeys 
that's why they're just on this sex prowl and doing what they oh, do. Oh, they're good. They're good. It's what happens when it is in contact with us that makes it fatal. Wait, what? And yes. So just for clarification, it's not from like you got to have sex with a monkey to get it. Like, you know how monkeys always fling in their poop or they can scratch you or bite you. You can also get it that way. Oh, my God. Stay woke. I'm going to Florida Florida. in two weeks. Well, Well, watch out for the flying poop. Don't go to the zoo. We're going to Animal Kingdom. Hold on. Well, when they say you're going to the chimpanzee exhibit, you better just sit your happy ass down. I'm good. What's going on? I'm good. Look, I'm good. I'm going to film it for y'all. All right. It was at that moment I knew. Wow. Wow. So the reason we ended with that is just to let you know that it's to the point where the animals in Florida have also given up on living in Florida Mm -hmm. and said that if we want to survive, we must be one with the people. So let's get crazy and spread herpes all around each other. And let's just have a monkey orgy and fling the poo-poo on the people so people in Florida, I don't know if 2019 is going to save you because 2018, 2017, 2015, all, all the years haven't saved you. So at this point, I will ask that maybe, just maybe, if you are a city that is safe, if you are a city in Florida that is, I don't know if normal is the word to use anymore. I'm trying to think, what's the safe thinking city? about Florida. I don't think it's Orlando. Nah. Because all that's crazy tourist town. What's the city you just don't even think about in Florida? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Lake Lakeland, Florida. Lakeland, Florida. Oh, but that's just as you're still not safe. <laughs> it doesn't look like Florida, so that's like I'll be scared. <laughs> there's no palm trees. There's no <laughs> So I'll be a little nervous. But it's to the point where maybe as, you know. The rest of the states, the 49, maybe we should start thinking about, you know, departing, you know, maybe we should start thinking about leaving Florida, you know, it might be time for Florida to take a mental break, right? Mm. It might be time for Florida to, you know, have a self-reflection, maybe go away for a few months, maybe shut down Disney. I really like that. We should just like say Florida, you're no longer part of the United States for the rest of the year. (laughs) Get shit together. Think about it. We'll come I back mean, in 2020. We'll see how you're doing. Let's just wait until after after I get back from my trip because <laughs> I already paid for it. I already paid for We'll take your passport. Brian, Brian, Brian going to get there. And then um, we'd like to inform you that your flight back home has been canceled. I'm walking. Um, there will be no flights leaving. I'm walking. It's good. We're good. I'm walking. There'll be no flights leaving the state of Florida. Actually, this is not a state anymore. Mm. Um, welcome to the country of Florida, and um, you're staying. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> what? <laughs> what's uh? What's um? Wow, why can't I think of his name right now? Director of Get Out. Oh, uh, Peel. Yeah, uh, Jordan Peel. You know Jordan. Movie idea. Ding, that ding, is a good horror. idea. Just name craziness. It it's good. Uh, 
Yep. And you really don't even have to film. I'm in, just I'm put in a here. camera outside for about a week. Every corner. <laughs> every corner. Of- <laughs> I'm sure you got every know. In every city. Man, documentary. Can we just be a part of it? Hey, Swat. No, I don't want to. Um, but Swat, <laughs> Swat Jordan Peele out too for that new Us uh trailer. I'm looking forward to that. I'm gonna go see it in the daytime, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to checking that out. All right, man. So I think it's time for us to go ahead and get up out of here. Yeah, well, already. Yeah. Let's get it. And we got baby, so. baby. We yeah. appreciate all of you guys who have stood with us. We, we... <laughs> I just thought that fit right there. Uh, it did it. Every time you try something new, and you know, you, every once in a while you come up with something, so I ain't gonna stop your shot. Right, thank you. Because every once in a while it works. <laughs> so like I was saying, we appreciate all you guys who have been out there listening. We want to, like, kind of what I said, you want to start interacting with y'all more. So feel free to share any of your thoughts on anything we've talked about tonight, or if you heard an old episode, feel free. Once again, you can reach us at on, on various ways. We got the Who's Man's podcast at gmail.com, at Who's Man, so Instagram and Twitter. Uh, the Facebook page is still active. You can hit us at our DMs. You can check us out by our phone numbers if you got them. Just keep talking, keep sharing, keep talking to us, all right? We want to hear from y'all. Um, so before we get out of here, we do have one more little quick segment that we're going to start doing every now and then. It's not going to be every week, but I'm mean, going to try to see how much I can keep up with it. And we're going to call it Ron's Unpopular Opinions. Wow. So, boom. So, as y'all may have known, I've become somewhat known for him not thinking like everyone else and having a few opinions that many people would call unpopular, mm-hmm. such as Pepsi being better than Coke, which is a fact. Mm-hmm. Denzel being overrated, that's another Rude. fact. But, you know, mm-hmm. I've decided I'm going to start sharing some of my more lesser known ones as well. Just so you guys can understand nah. who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, this week, the unpopular opinion I got for y'all. And I want to say that this also includes Michigan State when I say this. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. This includes every college in the country or in the world. Okay. Fight songs are trash. 100% of them. They are so unnecessary. There's not a single good one out there. They need to be revamped instead of having these trash ass chants. Need to just go ahead and start using real songs. Like, what if we could say, fuck the club up was our fight song? That would be a lot better (laughs) to me. Wow. But all this on the banks of the Red Cedar, trash. If I could. Tyler, but you singing it. No but you singing it. If I could you sing it right it. now, if we had enough time, I would. But I'm going to just say, rock, rock, fight, team, fight. I think I did it wrong. Sorry. <laughs> rock, team, fight. <laughs> there was a period in time where I had been brainwashing and going ahead and singing these songs, even though deep down in my heart, I knew I wasn't believing it. But that time is over. I'm, I done graduated 10 years ago. Oh, not 10 years ago, but about five, six years ago. And I don't feel like I, I don't feel like it's in my heart anymore. You, you won't catch me singing this fight song anymore. I'll put my fist in the air. I'll clap along, but the lyrics are never coming out to me. Again. <laughs> I just see Ron there, straight face, just pumping his fist every time we say "raw, raw, woo, raw, fight song." <laughs> Yay, sports! Yay, football! We scored. I feel like <laughs> that's what Ron is hard. Y'all know it's fast. When the last time you put the fight song on your playlist? Uh, first of all, I played it at my last party. So, I mean, Brian okay, is well, definitely the last person to ask about that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he, he literally bleeds green. I love, our, I love our fight song. <laughs> like, that might as well be Nuck If You Buck to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm ready to fight. Once we get to those rods, I'm like, I wish you would. I wish you would stand up. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I will say the fight song is the best thing ever, especially after beating Michigan. Oh, 
yeah. Come on. You can't tell me even then you're like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm still good. What, what if it was started from the bottom? That would be a better fight song after the play after we won. But like, what does that have to do with, with the school? It doesn't matter. It's just a good song. It's actually something <laughs> I want to hear. So from now on, if I ever am around you watching a game, I want you to tell everyone to shut up and say, I got a new fight song <laughs> and play your, and play that whatever song you feel like playing in that moment. And Bet. I want you to be as hyped as you would be singing. You better Everyone be. else would be singing the fight song. Bet. All right. <laughs> and I want well, to see the that. Oscar during the game. I kind of want this look. to happen at a game watch, too. So That's what I want. See all the so everyone, especially people that doesn't know wrong, but like. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What happened? Who is this? Honey. It's supposed to be a bunch of white people. Honey, just let him do his let thing. Him, please. Just, please. Just let him. Don't say anything. We'll sing. We'll sing it. We'll sing our fight song in our minds. He's, okay, he's passionate about this. He's really passionate. You know, we see a lot of these. We see a lot of kids like this. Let them have their time. They don't come often, okay? and they probably won't come again. So, so <laughs> let's just join him. You know, I've heard this "Knock a Few Bucks" song. Let's just join. But him. be careful the words you use. Okay. <laughs> If right. you don't know him, don't no. sing him. <laughs> you know it would be so hot, though. We win the game, and all of a sudden, you just quiet, and you just start hearing, uh, if you bug, Okay, up. so if question, you bug, question, up. question, question. What if you were to make the fight song lyrically to the Nuck If You Buck song, but not the exact fight song, but, like, rewrite the fight song to where it is still representing the school, but it's a Nuck If You Buck track with it would that make you feel better nah seriously because really the no, only look, reason knock if you buck is because of the, the soundtrack nothing else because you you don't even pay attention to the first part of the song once you hear the intro okay but think about the our looking about our fight song the only thing that's specific to our uh school is on the banks of the red cedar after that it's just generic our school is better than your stuff no i think that's our school so <laughs> if you play knock it if really you specific buck, to us. <laughs> What is so I'm saying if you change it, it don't really matter because it ain't really specific to us. It's just you know, hey, our song is better than yours, or our school is better than yours. So we'll, you can do that we'll, with any song. Well would you do it? <laughs> I feel like I'm really going into this, but would that be a song for every game, or we're we gonna keep the same song for the whole year? Or for we're the rest a new of song it? every year. Every year you pick a song for the year. Yeah. For the, for, now does it change to football or basketball? Because nothing you look, I feel like would go well with football. But it's not gonna go well with basketball. I mean, we could do different ones for different sports, but I feel like we probably could find ways that we could get a song that will fit it for everyone. It doesn't have to be nucky. Can we do Janet Rhythm Nation? Nope. Nope. All right. Well, we're gonna. (laughs) Wow. Okay. All right. Send that one to Michigan. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, we went there. Okay, let's go ahead and wrap up. <laughs> all right, all right. We got to get out of here. It's time to get up out of here. We'll see go ahead and tell them I can get you, bro. Hey, <laughs> hey it's uh, 2019. Don't at me. At God, always. Um, I was trying to think if I said this on the last podcast. I forget the dates, but if I didn't, who cares? Because I should, probably should say it again. Um, when your faves prosper, Okay. Uh, everybody knows I love Serena Williams. They know I love Michael and Janet Jackson. They know I love Oprah, Barack, Michelle. Uh, the list goes on. Missy. Um, but my faves are truly prospering, all right? Michelle out here on a arena tour for a book 
<laughs> she sold more than <laughs> Yas president. All right. <laughs> um, Serena, <laughs> Serena just started, you know, her campaign for the Australian Open. <laughs> and if you ain't seen that outfit, outfit, go ahead and you're welcome. You're welcome. Go ahead and Google it. You want to, believe me. Um, and then let's just let's circle back around to Janet and Missy Elliott. Okay. What a year. All right. Janet will be well, we had like two minutes. Yep. Okay, wow. I wanna like pause for a <laughs> All right, they both going into the Hall of Fame. Janet, March 29th, into the Rock Girl Hall of Fame. I'm trying to get to New York to go to it, but I don't know if I'm gonna make it. And Missy will be in the Songwriters Hall of Fame this summer. I mean, nobody deserves it more. I love you both. I love you. I love you too, because we're back and I'm happy to be back. And please let's never take a break again. And all right, bye. <laughs> all right, y'all can get me on Twitter at thatfell underscore Connie and Big C22 on Instagram. Don't forget to check out our Who's Man's podcast Instagram because we're going to be posting on a current basis every day, every moment, because, you know, the person behind the Instagram account right now is popping. So words of wisdom, words of affirmation, motivation, however you want to take this. 2019, love, friendship, careers, etc. require commitment. And commitment requires abandoning abandoning your exit strategies. Trash the exit plan and trust your process to be successful from the jump. Take those negative thoughts out whenever you're doing something. Know you're going to be the bomb, the shit, whatever you want to think of, but you know you're going to prosper in that process. And don't forget about just being you. We love you. Be prosperous in 2019. Be prosperous tomorrow. Be prosperous every single day of your life because you're the shit and we love you. Don't be a who's man's. Get out of Florida. Darnold, it's 2019. Come on, bro. Things need to change. I would say you ain't shit, but come on. Wow. You got the cops called on you on New Year's. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> come on. <laughs> Who does that? But, you know, it's a new year and you ain't shit. Have a good day. Hey, shout out to the AKAs. Happy Founders Week. Hey, hey, shout out to all the people that are working and volunteering their time even during the stupid-ass government shutdown. Martha. We respect oh. you, and we are proud of you guys for sticking Who's up man? and still doing your jobs. Who's man to that? You know what? That we don't talk about. But hey, keep working. Keep believing in yourselves because y'all are prospering and doing things that are impacting other people, even if you're not getting that paycheck. So we love y'all. Be easy. Be easy.